Hey there. Welcome to the Changing Our Minds podcast. I'm your co-host, Carolee. And I'm Keelan. And this is episode 23. So we like to keep things kind of light and cheery, and we don't deal with a lot of hard and heavy things on the podcast, pretty much on purpose. But um, I kind of debated about talking about this just because, hey, you guys know us. You listen whenever we have a podcast up, which is completely inconsistent, and you've grown used to that. Um, But we're a little later than normal uh, because we've had some some hard things going on in the last couple of weeks. And um, we just wanted to briefly say that we, uh, how do I even say it? I don't even like saying it out loud. That's how, that's how that is. Um, So I mentioned often in the last several months, um, just how we've been battling with different family that had sicknesses and illnesses and, and disease. And my brother-in-law, was battling stage four breast cancer for the second time. And he went on to heaven um, a week ago. And so uh, we honestly believed and prayed for a miracle. We honestly really thought we were going to see it. Um, Part of it was faith. Part of it was maybe a little bit of denial. But we really kind of were floored when it didn't happen. And so we're in the process of of walking through that. Um, for those of you who follow the blog at, for any amount of time, you know that we've had um, several different losses in the last few years. And so uh, we're, we, we're kind of not as unfamiliar with it as we used to be, but you know, it's still really hard. So we're not going to really get into that. I did write about it on the blog this week. So if you want to read about that, you're welcome to, to click on over to the blog and read that. But mostly we just wanted to say um, how thankful we are for all of the prayers and the support from readers and listeners and family and friends all over and um, that we've just really felt lifted up and loved on and supported and surrounded and in all the best ways. And the the main reason I bring that up is because what we really wanted to talk about today on the podcast is being kind. And you know, grief is like, uh, it, it just knocks down all the lines and all the walls and it evens all the fields because we've all felt lost to one extent or another And it's really easy to be kind when we don't focus on the things we don't agree on. Um, And so I feel like uh, people can be kind because they have empathy, even though they haven't gone through the exact same thing. Um, But really, that's a call that we have. I mean, there's scriptures all over the Bible. And as Christians, we're called to be kind. We're called to have empathy and sympathy and, and to pray for one another and to lift each other up and, and to love each other. And we have felt that and we're so grateful for that. Um, but just in the midst of all of that that was happening, there was also another 
you know, less personal, more widely viewed um, situation that unfolded in the last week or so that we kind of wanted to touch on. Did you want to talk about that, Kaylin? Oh, sure. Um, It was a fairly viral video clip that went, um, again, viral a couple days or weeks ago, depending on when you're listening, of Ellen DeGeneres making her little monologue for her daytime show that she has. She was at a Cowboys football game, I think. Yeah. And she was sitting with George W. Bush, one of our presidents, and a lot of people didn't like that. They have different political views, different beliefs. Ellen is known to be a little bit more liberal and has a lot of different beliefs than George W. Bush kind of stands for, or at least used to. And so a lot of people were really upset that they were laughing and having a good time together and just had the belief that they shouldn't be like that with one another because they're so different in what they believe. And she simply stated that that's not true and that, yes, they have different beliefs and different views on things, but that doesn't mean that they can't still be friends. She called him a friend of hers and she said that they had a good time at the game and she just kind of reminded everyone She's known for at the end of all of her shows, she says, be kind, be kind to everyone. And she just kind of implemented that again and said, you know, when I say that at the end of my shows, I don't mean be kind to the, your friends, the people who think like you, the same political party. She says, I say be kind to everyone. And that's because I want people to be kind to everyone. Whether you believe the same thing or not, you can still be kind. You can still share kindness and interact with people in a positive way. And I just really wanted to bring that up. And it went viral and a lot of people applauded her. A lot of people didn't. But it was just something that kind of fits with what we believe in and being kind, being positive. And it was something current that we could kind of relate to with pop culture. So, right, right. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, I think to me it was a sad picture of where we're at in this country, um, that it was such a shock that they could sit in the same room and be civil and have a good time and call each other friends. Um, and that that was so shocking and appalling to people. Um, and I totally get it. Like, you know, they're not, I mean, I don't know their life, but I'm going to assume that they're not like, you know, on the speed dial of their cell phone. Like they don't hang out all the time. Um, And so it's not like she's saying, you know, your best friend should be somebody who doesn't believe the same things you do or stand for the same things. And it's not even that they don't believe the same things. It's that they actively believe the opposite things, which to me is even a better picture of how we're supposed to be, uh, you know, it doesn't mean right. that you compromise your beliefs. I mean, when she was hanging out with him, she wasn't any less who she is. You know, she didn't compromise what she believes in and I don't, and neither did he, they just didn't, that wasn't an issue. They didn't talk about the things that they disagree on. Um, you know, our, <laughs> uh, our family is, Divided politically speaking, which is a lot of what divides Helen, Ellen and President Bush. Um, and we're divided. We have, you know, we have people from one extreme to another and then in the middle. And we just a long, long time ago 
agreed that we're just not going to talk politics. Now, that's really hard and it's probably a healthier, there's probably a healthier way to actually talk politics and disagree. Um, but if you don't know what that is, it's, it's almost better just to not, for the sake of the relationship, just don't talk about that. Um, maybe if the relationship gets stronger, you can talk about it. But it seems like when you're actively focused on the things you disagree on, you're just looking for a fight. And you're just, it, the, the reality is you're probably not going to change their mind with a conversation. You know, right. So I just, I mean, I don't want it sound manipulative, like you're trying to make a relationship so that you can have the conversation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you can have relationships with people that the only thing you have in common is, you know, one or two things. And so you talk about those one or two things and you share life around those one or two things. And maybe it's somebody you see twice a year, but you'd still run into them and say, oh, this is my friend, even though you're not like we hang out, you know, three times a week kind of friends. So I just think it was such a wake up call for me because I guess I'm kind of Pollyanna and I just like, I just think everybody should get along. Uh, it just was such a wake up call for me that, oh, this isn't normal. But it also was a wake up call to, to think, okay, so who in my life am I sitting at a table with that I know that I don't agree with? but we can still get along. Like we need to make sure it's really easy on social media to have a diverse group of friends on Facebook and to have conversations. And um, it's harder to do that in real life, but you have to be intentional about doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's easy to surround yourself with people who think the same, which kind of feels like a no brainer and something that you should do. And in some ways it is good. Right to, do that, to have a base, but you don't. There, like, no matter what side you you're on, I bet there's something from the other side that you can agree with, or at least learn more about. Exactly. Like, even if you're not like gung ho into the like, what I know, clearly I'm not gung ho about <laughs> global warming and like the world ending. If you're not like gung ho about that, the person on the other side who maybe is really passionate about that they could educate you or open your eyes to like using metal straws like it's stupid and a lot of people make fun of it but maybe that's something that you like care about animals and all of a sudden you're like oh my god the sea turtles and you like it's a small thing that doesn't might not make a huge difference but there is common ground and there are things that you could teach one another and learn about that at the end of the day you guys both still care about it no right. matter what you vote in yeah exactly exactly I just think um I think that we're too in our in our culture we're too um we we feel like we have to pick sides um and we have to fit in boxes and within labels and we fight against the boxes and the labels unless <laughs> um you know it's just we 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 talk about being um <laughs> we talk about diversity. We talk about, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? We talk about being tolerant, but we're only really good at being tolerant with people who agree with us. And that goes for both sides or every side or however you want to look at that. Really, we're the most tolerant with people who believe exactly the way we do. 
(laughs) And I I think that's innately human. That's the way we are. Um, But man, we're not going to learn a whole lot, you know, if we only listen to people who think and act and dress and talk and just, you know, exactly like us. Um, You know, I think of even just church culture, you know, if there's been seasons in my life when I've been so plugged in to church and I teach there and I, you know, go there and we lead small groups and I lead, you know, all these different things. And pretty soon you look around and you're like, okay, everybody I'm interacting with is from church or, or, you know, that I'm involved with is from my church. That's great to have community. That's part of what church and the body of Christ is for. But if I don't have anybody that I'm talking to that doesn't believe like me, even if they're Christians and they don't believe like I believe, then I'm missing out on what there is to offer, you know. Um, So I think it's just really good to have those checks every once in a while to look around you and think, okay, so am I friends with anybody who believes differently than I do politically or spiritually or, you know, um, I just think it's really important because it gives us a bigger world picture and it helps us because... I believe, you know, we say all the time in in, um, in our in the church that we help start. We talked about all the time how, you know, kids don't get a junior Holy Spirit like they have the same Holy Spirit that we have, and I believe that we can learn and we should learn from everybody, and so everyone has something that they can teach us. So if we are open to that, then we will learn a lot more things than if we think we have all the answers and if they don't agree with us, they're wrong. Now. I'm not not guilty of that, right? Like we're all guilty of that to some degree or another. But I just think it's so important um, to be kind. So I was just, as, as I was listening to um, Ellen, we'll put her, her response to all of the drama um, in the show notes. It was really good. I thought she did a great job because she does end her show saying, be kind to one another. And like for real, she means it. Does it mean she's kind to everyone all the time? No, because she's an actual human being. And sometimes, you know, we suck. (laughs) Sometimes we're not kind. But the goal is to be kind to everyone. That is the goal. Um, And I was thinking of the Beatitudes when I was watching her give, you know, her reason why she's kind. Um, So in Matthew 5, starting with verse 43, it says, Your ancestors have also been taught, love your neighbors and hate the one who hates you. That sounds familiar. Uh, Verse 44. However, I say to you, love your enemy. Bless the one who curses you. Do something wonderful for the one who hates you and respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. For that will reveal your identity as children of your heavenly father. He is kind to all by bringing the sunrise to warm and rainfall to refresh whether a person does what is good or evil. What reward do you deserve if you only love the lovable? Don't even the tax collectors do that? How are you any different from others if you limit your kindness only to your friends? Don't even the ungodly do that? Since you are children of a perfect father in heaven, you are to be perfect like him. I mean, that's that's in the Bible, you guys. (laughs) That's in the Bible, you know, and we're just... They're supposed to know us by our love. And how do you know love is you see that people are kind, you know, it's just so important. Yeah. All of that is so true and so good. And like you said, that's something we do really believe in and stand by. 
there was a time on on my blog there was a time when it seemed like everyone was talking about destiny and it was a big thing it was a big buzzword and everybody wanted to know what their destiny and their calling in life was and um and I was really asking God I was kind of in that young mom new Christian phase of life where there was just a lot going on and I was tired and I didn't want to miss it, but I didn't really know for sure what my gift was or what I was supposed to be doing. And we were super involved in the church and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to get involved doing things that I'm not supposed to do. Um, but I definitely want to do, you know, whatever God wants me to. And I remember just praying and he, he gave me three sentences uh, and said, if you do these three things every day, you will not miss your big picture destiny. And it's kind of, it's the tagline on the blog and it's just to um, speak life, to be love and to shine on. So, I mean, I kind of break that up on the pages on the blog, but to, to speak life is pretty much just to be encouraging. Like if we're only focusing on what we don't agree on or what we think is wrong, that's not very encouraging. I'm not saying to never focus on those things, but that can't be your main focus in any kind of relationship or it's not going to be a healthy one, right? Um, and then to be love, it's not my love. I mean, my love works great sometimes, but not all the time. But it's to represent his love. And he is, guess what? He is always kind. <laughs> he is <laughs> always kind. And then the third one was shine on. And that's just kind of goes to, for me, it, at that season, he was really talking about um, identity and just be who you are consistently and authentically wherever you go. And that, that will, you know, that will help him shine through you. So um, on the blog, we're also going through this year, the book of Colossians. And um, as we were talking about being kind, Colossians 3, um, let's see, starting with verse 10. I'm not going to read a ton of scripture, but there's so many good scriptures mm -hmm. about being kind. But starting with um, Colossians 3, verse 10, For you have acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. In this new creation life, your nationality makes no difference or your ethnicity, education, or economic status. They matter nothing, for it is Christ that matters everything as he lives in every one of us. You are always and dearly loved by God, so robe yourself with virtues of God since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. Be merciful as you endeavor to understand others and be compassionate, showing kindness toward all. Be gentle and humble, unoffendable in your patience with others. Unoffendable. You know, when we're busy being kind, it's a lot harder for us to be offended. <laughs> I think that our culture at large could really take a cue and, and try to do that. Whether or not you believe in Jesus, I think that this would be really helpful for our culture to look for the gold, <laughs> to look for the good and the things that we do agree on and work towards that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of it is, is, um, is your outlook on life and your temperament. I mean, I, I definitely 
am not one that really enjoys confrontation. I know some people really thrive off of it and they, they feed off of it in a, in a good and healthy way. Uh, I think a lot of people feed off it in a not good and not healthy way. <laughs> but I know that it can be done well. And I just have not learned in all of my years on earth yet how to do that extremely well. But I do think it's it, it, your temperament or your personality um, if you're looking, if you've kind of trained yourself to look for the good and to look for the things that you can be thankful for, it's a lot easier to be kind and to not be offended. So I think, I think it's probably easier for some people than it is for others, but I think it's totally doable for all of us. I agree. All right. So... This is kind of, well, we'll see. <laughs> We're still talking, so I can't say it's a shorter episode, but it's kind of a shorter episode um, because we just wanted to talk a little bit about that, and we wanted to um, just say thank you guys for praying for us. We really do appreciate it. Um, do you want to do some three, two, one as we close up? Oh, shoot. <laughs> I know. I'm just coming, too. Okay. Uh, I've got mine. I, I cheated because... <laughs> I knew we were recording today, so I already thought of him. So I'll go first, and you think of it while I'm talking. How about that? I will have it at the end. Okay. Do you want me to talk real slow? No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Three things I'm into. Um, I will talk about this in an episode later soon, uh, but I'm into being sore from working out. Listen, I stopped working out a while ago. And I love to, my, my preferred method of working out is just going on a long walk. Like I love to go for a walk. Um, and, and I don't mind doing some, you know, some weights at home or some things to do some strength, but, um, we are doing a a month long challenge, which I've missed a few days because of all the things, but I forgot that I actually like being sore. (laughs) I mean, I don't love it. I'm not, I'm not weird, but it's nice to be sore because you were working out and not because you were laying around. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the age I am. Um, so I, I actually am into that satisfaction of going, oh, okay, I worked my body and it can tell. Um, so that's one. Another thing I'm into is layers. It's finally fall and it's cooler and I have to have a jacket or a sweatshirt and I love it. Um And the third thing I'm into right now is my Earl Grey tea with just a splash of vanilla creamer. It's so delicious. I love it. Um, I mean, I always talk about coffee, but I love tea too. And there's something about um, a foggy fall morning that just makes me want to have an Earl Grey tea. So um, those are the three things I'm into, two things I'm over. Again, you know, I won't keep saying it, but I'm still always going to be over it. Just loss and the whys that we never have the answers to on this side of eternity. Um, and then the other thing I'm over, which is why I like being sore is I had to buy a bigger size pants. You guys, <laughs> like I knew my clothes were getting a little tight. I mean, last year was pretty much bed rest, so it wasn't a huge shock, but when I had to like actually go up a size in jeans, I, I didn't love it. And so I'm, I'm like, it was a good wake up call, but I'm over that. Um, hopefully I'm really over it and I won't have to do it again. That's, that's the goal. Um, and one thing I'm looking forward to, I know I say it, I'm a broken record, but more fall walks. I love fall and I've gone out a couple of times and taken my real camera and taken pictures, but 
we walked around downtown yesterday afternoon and the trees are turning and the parks are all beautiful and there's some trails nearby that I want to walk so I'm really looking forward to those things. Tag, you're it. Did I talk slow enough? No, you need something you're looking forward to. That's what I'm looking forward to. Fall walks. Oh, it fell into things that you like. <laughs> you said it before, like you said, so I was like, do to do. Okay, three, two, one. Three things I'm into. Um, I'm into my job. They're very nice to me. We, because of everything that's happened, the loss and such, um, the family decided to go out of town to go visit the other family to mourn together in a puddle. And um, my work, it was last minute because we didn't have this planned. Um, and so my work was... <laughs> Understatement of the century. <laughs> <laughs> this was not in our plan. This, this was, was the opposite of our plan. <laughs> yeah. But my work was very nice and very gracious. And yes. Time, time off. And I was, I probably could have just said, I'm not going to work. Sorry. And they would have understood them very nice but I do work from home so I do have a lot of flexibility so I told them I'm going to do as much as I can and they were like don't worry about it you're good and so I'm just really into having a job that is so understanding and compassionate and kind and flexible that was a really big blessing yes and then one thing I'm into is I rediscovered my sensing I had well I'm really not the brightest sometimes and I was like, well, how do I get this old candle out of here? And I, like, couldn't, I was just so annoyed by it, and it just didn't, it seemed like so much work. For it It didn't, it wasn't any work, but just the thought of having to put any energy into it just immediately was like, well, I guess they won't do it. And so I've had this same, like, kind of at this point, like, dusty, like, fruit loop down in there for years now. And then we were at a cute little local shop the other day, and I got a nice, like, pumpkin pumpkin cake pumpkin cheesecake yeah but I'm pumpkin cheesecake yeah and it smelled really good and then I realized that if I just turn my scentsy on all of the wax would melt and I could just pour it out <laughs> right so I did that and so I first I tried to grab a spoon and scrape it out and then I'm like this feels hard and then I my brain was like hey why don't you turn me on and so I decided to so anyway I've got a really like nice new smelly fall since going on because I've got a lot of candles but they start to smell a little smoky after I run them for too long so yeah since season has changed I'm into discovering that again and having my house smell like pumpkin cheesecake and I am into um as mom said we're working out it is a wee thing um I yeah we found a month challenge thing that we're doing from home and I'm into doing that again I'm really good at been really on top of it for like three weeks <laughs> I don't know why they say like 21 days makes a habit because it's not true because I get to 21 days and I think, <laughs> so cool look at me go and then I stop every time right it's usually, it's usually two to three and what my problem is I'm still at that really magical age where I see results fairly quickly yeah that's such a problem and it, no, it's not, it must it's be not a such problem. a hassle <laughs> It's not a problem, and I don't mean to say, like, woe is me, but what happens is I see results, and I'm like, cool, and then I just 
go back to eating cake. And then, <laughs> right. so like, it would be cool if I like saw results and I was like, let's keep this lifestyle up. But then I just like, and it's not even like longevity. I see results literally like one day in the mirror. And I'm like, <laughs> I could have just like had a lot of water and food a lot, but I'm like looking great. And then I just like lose it all. So it, this is a month long. So maybe that fourth week is what's really going to, it's really gonna like, do it like around yeah. Yeah, yeah well because the program they have like every month is a challenge so we can just do this for the rest of our lives right that sounds fun to you <laughs> um <laughs> well maybe if we keep going down pant size it might sound that's better. right that's right <laughs> we'll see how fun it is after a month or two <laughs> yeah. but yes that is the goal to keep going yeah so into those three things i am over Again, gonna steal that one. Just death and people leaving and that tragedy. I'm over that, um, and I'm over. Oh, I had a good one. Oh, I oh I had it for half a second. I'll pick a different one. Um, I'm over my contacts. They're always rotating, and if you have contacts and you have this problem and you found a solution, comment below and tell me because I haven't. But they just, I have astigmatism really bad. And one of, it's usually my right eye, but sometimes my left, my contact always just kind of moves and shifts out of focus. And I can never, I probably can see more in focus more of the time, but it's those like 10 minutes where I can't, where I'm like, this is how, <laughs> and I like unleash. And it's like the other... <laughs> The other 23 hours and 50 minutes of my day are fine, but those 10 minutes tear me apart. So that's uh, frustrating. So I'm over my contact sucking and I am looking forward to um, being able to wear my green coat. I have a really cute green coat that I'll be able, I'll be able to wear once it's a little bit more cold outside and it matches one that I got my daughter. So I'm really looking forward to be able to match her. Yeah. It'll be cold, so then I'll be upset. But it might be <laughs> it might be worth it for a minute. You'll be less upset because you'll look cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. All right. Okay. Hey, look at us. It's like 30 minutes and we're done. So yay That's us short. and yay you. And hey, we'll be back actually somewhat soon. I don't, I don't want to lie to you, but I have high hopes that that is true. So, um, hey, thanks for joining us around the table, and we will talk at you soon. See ya. Bye.